Hello and welcome to Thank You to Creations podcast. My name is Elle and today I have my co-host Colors. How are you Colors? Doing great. Very, very good. Excited. How you doing mama? I'm doing good. Um, it's a nice Saturday for me and uh, I think I have a really good topic today for us. I think it's going to be exciting for sure. <laughs> Okay. It's ex- All right. What's, what's the topic? Ex- <laughs> I was gonna say it's exciting, but also uh you might not like this because you always think I'm gonna come after you one of these days. Is it like one of those a crime things? Well, yes, it's a true crime, and we're talking about ten different women who are considered some of the most notorious serial killers. So, <laughs> I okay. knew you were going to get a laugh. <laughs> all right, go ahead. So the list is basically from all over the world. Not only the U.S., although a lot of them are actually out of the U.S. And to be honest, a lot of serial killers, unfortunately, um, are American, even if they're not women. A lot of men, I don't know exactly the percentage, but think about John Wayne Gacy. Ted Bundy. Uh, there's also Jeffrey Dahmer. Those mm-hmm. are like the top three. I remember like 100% their stories and everything. And I tell you because they were three of the serial killers that we studied the most when I was in college as part of my, part of my criminal justice uh, degree. So we really went through their stories like every every detail. And the stories are honestly really aggravating because they knew what they were doing. And a lot of them would use like, I would say their charm almost to lure in their victims. So it is very aggravating. Um, and I'm sure everyone kind of has heard about those three serial killers because they've made countless shows and movies and they've been on countless true crime shows as well. So so are they like, like really attractive people or... What do you mean by the charm? Like they're really good at words or? Exactly. They're really good at their words. So like John Wayne Gacy was, I don't know if you remember who he was, but this was someone who used to dress up as a clown for birthday parties. I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. He was like a businessman as well. So people trusted him. And with Ted Bundy, I want to say he was some kind of like college professor or not professor maybe like a college aide or something but he was also very much you know trusted in the community and of course Jeffrey Dahmer one of his victims which will always aggravate how this turned out but one of his victims he used to lure a lot of young men and one of them actually escaped and into the street to these two cops that were actually like in the street and then when they stopped him and he obviously this young man looked really messed up like someone had beaten him and he looked like he was drugged and here comes uh Jeffrey Dahmer and he's like oh it's just uh you know a partner disagreement like we're okay we're fine so they gave him back the young guy who's like you know not in his mind you know right mind anymore he looks like he's going through something um or under the influence of something and that's when he killed him when the cops gave him back the victim is that the one that's on Netflix, the original series of Jeffrey Dahmer? 
I don't know if it's the original series, but I know it's it's a newer one from my last year. And to be honest, I I don't really watch the the shows. You know, I'm sure they're good. I don't know. I don't like watching the shows, and I tell you why. Because a lot of times, especially that one, Netflix and like those people who make it don't get permission to share the story with the families, which means that the families do not get compensated for their names being used or their uh, tragedy being on TV, put on TV. So I think that's unfair. Um, I might have to disagree with you there a little bit, in a little bit, a little bit. Why would you compensate? Why would you, how do you say the word? Uh, compensate, get compensated? They're using their names. Oh, the, the family's names. Yes. I mean, I would say because of the, the like the killer, I mean, why are we giving them anything? You know, we're just putting out information. I get it, but the only thing I do agree with you about the whole, you know, Netflix mm -hmm. thing is it's just we're glorifying those people and people are watching like, oh my God, he's going to do it. Like, when is he going to do it? That's why we have so much problems in America because <laughs> all we have, all we have to look up to our serial killers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, uh, to me, it's just, that's the what only I'm thing I don't. Exactly. Without mentioning any names, when that show, specifically the Jeffrey Dahmer series, came out with the guy from American Horror Story, I can't think of his name. I think he even won an award for it. And actually, he came out and said he may not be doing those type of roles anymore because he did so many back-to-back -back with that series, American Horror Story, and then with Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, almost every role this guy was doing was, like, some kind of messed up guy, you know? So I think he's taking a break. So if it's taking a toll on him, imagine someone who's obsessed to watching these shows, right? And not only that, but there were women actually out there like putting out like, a, I guess they're called like thirst traps for them like on TikTok. And I'm like, yeah. look, I yeah, I totally understand. This is an actor. He's acting this out. I said, but behind all that, there was a real story, real victims. And to me, as someone who had to see crime scenes, you know, of all this in school, you know, for a good two years, uh, I'm like, no, you see, I have a problem with that. Like, I just can't. My personal opinion is I'll watch a true crime show documentary on it, you know, but I'm not going to sit through a Netflix or Hulu um, series on it. I don't think there's a need for that, honestly. I totally support podcasts, you know, like our show that share these stories, um, as well, like I said, documentaries or like on YouTube, sometimes you also have YouTubers that share these stories. But um, as far as making an actual show like that or a movie, I'm like, why? Like, what's like, what? What are we doing? It's, it's like I said, it's like I said, it's glorifying what is, mm -hmm. you know, a serial killer. Uh, mm -hmm. I understand. I like watching documentaries. The reason why, I mean, I like to learn. Uh, you know, I watch a lot of nature documentaries. And yeah, we do listen to podcasts about, you know, uh, about these people. But when you put it in a show for everybody to see, because not everybody listens to a podcast. Only certain people in certain, you know, certain uh, themes or, or, you know, categories, they'd be like, okay, well, I like to listen to this. But if you put it on Netflix, a big platform like that, people are going to be like, oh, I know Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, I've heard of him. Maybe I've never heard of him. Let me see what happens when, what is, who is this person? And they start seeing who he is. And then they get hooked on. And then next thing you know, they're like, you know what? 
I don't want to be the next Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, you feel like it's almost giving them an idea because it's not a real portrayal in a sense. It's like it is acting. So some of the scenes may be uh, exaggerated or maybe the consequences don't seem like they're real because it is a show. So no, I totally get that. But that is my take on it. Like I said, everyone's entitled to their own opinion and you're entitled to watch whatever you want to watch. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Go watch it if you want to watch it, but don't put me in it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. So we got to get through 10 names here. Now, I'm going to try my best not to butcher these names. And if I do, I do apologize because some of these women have some hard to pronounce first names or last names. If you butcher any of their names, it's okay. They don't deserve it. Well, I got I can't disagree. I guess I can't disagree with it. Okay. So our first woman serial killer on the list is going to be by the name of Aileen Wernos. So Aileen was born in 1956. She killed seven men in Florida between 1989 and 1990. She shot each of the seven at point blank range. And she was captured after a minor traffic accident in one of her victims' cars. She told the police that she murdered the men in self-defense because they raped her while she worked as a prostitute. However, she was sentenced to death for six of the murders. And in 2003, a movie about her life titled Monster, starring Charlize Theron, was released to high phrase. So it is incredibly sad because unfortunately, a lot of women who are involved in the prostitution right like you know unfortunately that is what life that's where they you know ended up at and they're trying to make a a living they're trying to feed their themselves and sometimes even their families and um it's very sad and you know what sucks even more is that i've seen so many again documentaries and and real life events where these women will seek help from law enforcement, but because of what they do for a living, they're not respected and they're usually not helped. Yeah, they don't see them as humans because they're well, what they do. But if one of those law enforcement reads a little hand, uh, you know, they're the first ones to call. <laughs> oh man. Unfortunately, yeah, yes. unfortunately, that's that's what life is. And yeah, I, I believe they should be a little bit more. They should be, uh, I wouldn't say protected or, you know, uh, respected more of their job because we don't know what they're going through. We don't know. Mm-hmm. They're, like you said, they're trying to feed their family or, you know, some some people may like what they're doing, you know, but I'm just speaking out of just out in of general, everybody. Yeah. In general, like. They should be treated as humans. Yeah, they should be treated as humans. I mean, you know, your job is your job and, you know, after you collect out, I mean. Now, I do know like our our themes in every episode tend to ask, they've been escalating a little bit more into more adult content, right? More serious content. And this could be, I guess, a question that is more adult themed. Well, this is not a children's show. So let's just say that, right? But my internal question, uh, again, because I'm aware of how there are women out there who live off of this is, what is the difference between an escort and a prostitute? 
Well, I know that I know that for sure. I've seen I've seen a, a video uh on live TV about a prostitute that, that was like charging 50 bucks an hour and she was, you know, she was poor. Um and she just needed money. And then they kind of put like a uh a prostitute in a what did you say the word? Escort. Um, an escort together to help her like with her with her clients I guess I, I thought it was very disrespectful I was like you're not gonna help the lady like hey let me give you fifty thousand dollars so you can get out this game go somewhere else get another job but no they were like hey here's an escort she does what you're doing but she gets paid more because she doesn't she is more of a companion like she will go and like have you know, go to dinner with you. And if you want to go anything any more than that, then you have to pay a little bit more extra. But mm -hmm. I mean, like when the compare, when you look at them, when you see the comparison, the prostitute is and not as, as, as I would say like pretty as the escort or, you know, it doesn't have as, mm -hmm. as much of a figure as an escort. Mm -hmm. I mean, like they're like high end women, you right. know? Mm -hmm. To me, it was very, very disrespectful. I was like, I will cancel this show today if it was me because you brought an escort and a prostitute instead of being like, hey, if you need help, mm -hmm. we can help you. But they were like, no, here's an escort. You could probably learn more from her. What if she doesn't want to do it anymore? You know, that's what she's doing in your show. <laughs> that is weird. That is a definitely weird idea for a show. Okay, yeah. let's go ahead. We're going to move on to our second woman serial killer, and her name is Judias. Buenuano. Buenuano killed her husband, James Goodyear, according to NBC News, her son, Michael, her boyfriend, Bobby Joe Morris, and potentially her boyfriend, Gerald Dosett. She was also believed to have been involved in a 1974 murder in Alabama and attempted to murder her fiance, John Gentry. Uh, she was executed in 1971 for the murder of her husband, and she was later linked to many of the other murders. She was the first woman, woman to be executed in Florida since 1848 and was the third woman to be executed, executed in the U.S. since the reinstatement of capital punishment in 1976. So mm -hmm. this is another one in Florida, which... I guess we have a theme. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know that Florida has like the death penalty, uh, but I mean, I didn't know there were so many serial killers in, in Florida. I right? look, I don't have anything against Florida. I just don't have. I don't ever get good news from Florida. I'm not saying I may not ever go to Florida. There's always something going like, on. There's <laughs> always something very, very, um, I want to say tragic, but kind of tragic <laughs> some sort. It affects everybody. It affects the economy. It affects everybody that lives there. <laughs> I just, I'm finding less and less reasons to visit. First, I wouldn't go because of the snakes and the alligator population. They're the overrun. Yeah. They're overran by these creatures. And, you know, it's their home. We're, who are we to displace them, right? Um, it's their home. But then, of course, reading this list and then everything else politically that's going on, which we're not going to get into because it's not a political show. <laughs> we're everything but political uh, in nature. Uh, but 
Yes, I'm finding less and less reasons to go. Plus, I heard it's really because of the swamps, like Louisiana, I guess, it's really uh, muggy almost because of the weather. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. you don't like money. I don't like being outdoors as much as I thought I did. You know, I'm, you know how a few months ago when I first got to Virginia, I said, I, I think I'm going to love being outdoors. <laughs> you can cross Virginia out. No, yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> mm. I think I like being indoors more. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, What's all the right. next one? So, our third serial killer, woman serial killer, is by the name of Juana Barraza. Barraza was a Mexican professional wrestler. She was born in 1957 and was known as the old lady killer. She murdered between 42 and 40 elderly women and was later sentenced to 759 years in prison. She would beat or strangle her victims and steal their possessions. She was caught in 2006 and found guilty of 16 counts of murder and aggravated burglary in 2008. Damn, um, 40, 40 something people. Yeah, it was uh, 42 and 48. She murdered between 42 and 48, sorry. Women That's a lot. or just, or just random? Elderly woman. Damn. Yeah, so she was sentenced to 759 years in prison. So the Mexican government apparently does not play. Damn, Yeah, she was caught I don't in 2006. know. Well, it's very sad because imagine these old ladies, because she's a woman, you know, they probably were like, oh, like I'm safe because she's also a woman and maybe they didn't have family anymore that was taking care of them and they trusted her and then she like beat them to death for their items, their things. Like, that's so sad. So she was um she was younger than than, than the older women. She wasn't like the same age, right? Yeah, I don't These think weren't so. These weren't like friends, or because I mean, like if you if you just beating up older women, I figure either you know them or you know you gather with the same you know type of people. But if it's like a younger person just taking advantage of older women, seven hundred years is a lot. <laughs> Right. It's basically she just said, I hate when they do that. I'm like, just say death till death forever. Like, stop doing a thousand years in prison. Yeah, we don't even live past 70 anymore, I feel like. Yeah, All that's right. correct. Moving on to number four, our fourth woman serial killer, Jane Toppin. Toppin was a nurse who killed dozens of patients. She was nicknamed Jolly Jane. She confessed to 31 murders after her arrest in 1901. She would kill the victims of different combinations of medicine
because of their mental health. I get it. That's they're they're mentally unstable, but they still did it. They should still be you're convicted. I understand you're you know everybody's trying to help out the other person, but by not giving them a, a harsh enough punishment. But I mean, you kill people, and in your mind, whether you're there or not, you killed somebody. You should be responsible for that. You know, to be honest, there this is like one of a few different cases of women, young women in the 1900s that would go insane. There was one. There were two sisters. I'm trying to remember their names and I really can't right now, but there were two sisters that were hired to clean the house of like this rich person. And it was like sometime in the late 1800s or 1900s, they're they're hired to do this, right? And then one day, the family who hired them find out that the sisters are like doing things that are just not very sister-like. Yeah. And so they kind of like, they're like, this is weird. Like we thought you guys were like, blood relatives like what are you guys doing and they're like oh like you know we were just really close well then the family goes out to like I don't know some event or something or maybe the husband does and the rest of the family stays behind well they actually turn around and kill the family and then they're like when they find them they're like naked just walking around all the blood and so yes, I feel like this is not the only case of like young women who just in that era went crazy. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Oppression? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> what would it cost them? <laughs> Why would it be oppression? They had a job. <laughs> well, they did. They did have a job, you know? They did. I, I just don't, I don't know. It's very, but definitely time for like, it'd be a good episode going back to the early 1900s or late 1800s and look a little bit closer into those type of cases. Hmm, that gives me an, an idea of, a, of an episode. Maybe we should do like, I don't know if we've done witches before, but maybe mm-hmm. we should we should do some kind of like back in the day witches. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Go All ahead. right. Let's move on to number five, right? Yes. So our number five woman serial killer Getsch Gottfried Gottfried was a German female serial killer who was the last person publicly executed in the city of Bremen she killed 15 people using arsenic probably between the years 1813 and 1827 she would mix the poison in with her victim's food while caring for them as a nurse she killed her parents her two husbands her fiance and her children if you just wanted to be a single lady for the rest of your life there was no reason (laughs) like if you wanted to be alone yeah you wanted to be alone that's really but you see again this is an 1813 between 1813 and 1827 and arsenic was used a lot in these uh these killings yeah I feel like back in the day, it wasn't easy to just kind of leave because, you know, we're just leaving off uh, uh, slavery, right? So uh, we still have that uh, mentality of people owning somebody. I mean, the people still have the same mentality, you know, and I believe that because maybe this person didn't have a way to leave or didn't have a way out and she was like the cook. She was this trusted woman with everybody's life. 
you know, she's like, you know what? I'm tired of it. Exactly. You know, be nice to your woman, guys, because you just apparently never know. You know what, though? Arsenic was used for killings, I feel, just as much or maybe more. Uh, you know, there's that one liquid that they use for the cars and you can't smell it, antifreeze. And it's hard to detect. So I feel like antifreeze and arsenic were used either just as much for killings where you don't want to be obviously found out that you killed someone or maybe one or the other was used more. And the reason I think it's because there's no smell to it and it's also sometimes hard to detect like in an autopsy. There's, there's, there's smell to antifreeze. I think what you're thinking of is mm -hmm. drinking it, not smelling it. Because if you drink antifreeze, it'll kill you. Exactly, but they'll mix it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not, and I only know that because I watch things, not because I looked it up for what terrifying. This is why I get nervous. Whatever. Okay. Number six, Amelia Dyer. <laughs> Dyer is only convicted of one murder, but her name is attached to the murder of hundreds of infants and children. She worked for 20 years at the baby farm. It is suspected that she killed over 400 infants, which would make her among history's most prolific female serial killers. She was tried for murder in 1896 and was convicted and hanged. Hey, you're missing the babies. You gotta go. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of babies, 400. That's, you gotta go. I don't know. Uh, your punishment should be lynching. That's insane. You, know, you, you should be lynched. You should be you should be getting hit with a hammer four hundred times. If you got four hundred victims, you should be getting hit with a hammer four hundred times. It's a lot. That's, right. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to number seven. Correct. Yeah. So number seven is Kristen Gilbert. Gilbert was a nurse who was convicted of four murders and two attempted murders of patients admitted to the Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Massachusetts. She would inject patients with massive doses of ephedrine, which is an untraceable heart stimulant. This would cause cardiac arrest and she would respond to the coded emergency herself. She was convicted in 1998. She is serving a life sentence at Federal Medical Center Carswell in Fort Worth, Texas. Why gotta be Texas? I mean, why does it have to be why veterans <laughs> from war? Like nobody's safe with these women, children, veterans, elderly women. But there's a common theme. They will go for the most frail and the most uh vulnerable. Vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we have number eight, and that's going to be Nanny Dawes. Dawes killed 11 people between the 1920s and 1954, including four of her husbands, two children, her two sisters, her mother, a grandson, and a mother-in-law. She was known as the Giggling Nanny, I'm sorry, Giggling Granny, the Lonely Hearts Killer, the Black Widow, and Lady Bluebeard. Her main method of murder was rat poison, 
She pleaded guilty and was sentenced to life imprisonment, and she died in 1965. Again, why? Also, I, I told you, 1920s and 1954. So something about those early 20s, we gotta do 1920s. Episode. We got to do an episode about that. I know. What is going on? All right. We have number nine for our woman serial killer, and it's Dorothea Puente. Puente ran a boarding house in Sacramento, California, and murdered her elderly and mentally disabled boarders. She would then cash in their social security checks, and she was often called the deaf house landlady. She was charged with a total of nine murders. She was convicted of three and sentenced to two life sentences. She died in 2011 in a prison in Chowchilla at the age of 82. So I actually heard of this story. There's a series on Netflix called um, Best Roommate or Worst Roommate, I think something it's called. Like that. I've heard of something like that. It, I think she was the first episode. Um, and I think she actually buried a lot of them in the backyard of that house. So they found bones and stuff there. And again, she went after the most vulnerable of people who were getting Social Security, which meant they were either old and sick or they were sick and not able to take care of themselves. Those are lazy people. These are lazy people because they don't want to go to work. So they're rather no, these. Somebody. Oh, you're talking about her. I'm like, not the people that were sick. You're talking about her. Like she was. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she's, yeah, she she's lazy and she was racking yeah. up. Yeah, for real. Yeah. All right. So we reached our final woman serial killer. Thank God. And that is Miyuki Ishikawa. Ishikawa was a Japanese midwife. She murdered infants with the help of accomplices, accomplices during the 1940s. Estimates suggest that she murdered between 85 and 169 <clears throat> people, but the general estimate is 103. She sought payment for the murders since many of her victims were deserted children. And she said her services cost less than raising an unwanted child. She received a four-year sentence. Four years. And I know this is just like 10 that you Google. That doesn't mean that there's just 10. <laughs> a lot of people. No, there's a. I mean, we went all over the world. We ended up in Japan, and we started in Florida. Goddamn Florida! <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Florida, but I just can Disney please move out of Florida so I can visit? <laughs> you can go to California. Oh yeah, no, I wanted to move to Texas. That's what they need to go. They need to go to Texas. Yes, ma'am. What's wrong with California? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't like the vibe there. It is expensive. Like, it is expensive yeah. to go. Honestly, though, Disney itself, I only have gone one time in my life and I was too young to remember anything. I think I was just maybe a year old or two because we were still in Los Angeles. Uh, and there's pictures of me, but I don't remember anything about it. It was the only time, and I am sure that my parents did not pay $150 per person to get in. 
So this was back in the early 90s. So I doubt that they would do that. No, like, let's talk about something real quick, okay? Let, we're going to get off of the serial killer thing for a little while. I just want to say something to parents. If you take your kids to Disney, make sure they're at least seven or older. Because if they're one, two, three years old, they're never going to remember that. So make sure you go buy a ticket when they're older so they will always remember. Those are, those are good times. You can say, hey, I've been to Disney. I've, I've never been to Disney, but I would love to go now. Why? Because I can remember. I would be like, fuck yeah, I want to be Disney. You know, like, it's amazing. But if you're like so, one year old, come on. So what college wants you to remember is that leave your child that's under seven and take him instead to Disney World. Because <laughs> yeah, he will remember the experience. <laughs> and I'll remember your stranger for, well, you mean be not a stranger. I'll remember you forever. I'll be like, you remember that time that person took me to Disney? That was good. <laughs> Goodness. All right, colors. Any last thoughts on our list of 10 women serial killers no i don't have anything to say about these people i mean you know if you commit a crime especially if you kill somebody you know it's going to catch up to you um we don't do this because we want to make sure you guys glorify these people or because we want to make sure that you guys are the next copycats we do this to educate you guys that this is not a people killing infants, killing old people. Let the old people live. They're almost dead anyways. And let the little kids live because they're just starting. If you got beef with somebody else, you know, fight it. Knock it out. Go to the ring, boxing. But if don't kill somebody, man. Just don't do it, man. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what brings someone to that point, you know? Yeah. Well, my final thoughts... For that woman in your life, be nice to them because you never know when they're going to flip the switch. (laughs) I'm kidding, guys. It's mostly all fun and educational, of course. So by any means, we're not trying to make less of a serious, you know, seriousness to this topic. It is very serious. It's very sad. And it's all educational purposes. And obviously, our opinions are our own. So feel free to share your opinion on these 10 women serial killers or really anything that we talk about and of course remember we're always taking ideas of what our next topic should be so make sure to follow us on social media make sure to leave comments on our uh, podcast channels Castbox, youtube we have pretty much all the platforms available and most of them you can comment or send us a private message we read them so follow us share us and also, if you want to be part of it, you want to jump on a call with us and, and do this, we are always looking for special guests. So, Yeah, you don't have to be like something important. If you have some creepy stories you want to talk about, you, you know, you're one of those people. Oh, you're one of those people that go to like abandoned buildings. We welcome you. We want to hear your story. Uh, I mean, maybe one day we'll go with you. That would be awesome. But for now, we just want to keep you in the channel. So, yeah, for you guys have any comments just message us and we will bring it to the chat perfect as you all know college and i are working on a book that will be released later this year and during halloween so 
month of October. We're almost done with that. So be on the lookout for that. And sooner rather than later, we actually do want to get out there and explore some haunted locations. So also be on the lookout for that. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day.